This is Carrie. And this is Jenny. And you're listening to Honestly Unfiltered. Hi, Jenny. How are you? How are you? (laughs) Well, it was a rough week. Yeah. It really was. Um, So I had some kidney stones or whatever. I have never, it almost felt like labor pains on steroids. Ooh. It was so bad. Like, I couldn't have even called for help if I could have moved. Oh my like, God. it was so bad. And that's the moment when you live alone, you're like, fuck. Yeah. That, this sucks. That does suck. Yeah. But you feel better now? Oh, my God. So much better. Minus the the vape I hit a little <laughs> bit, y'all. We're just testing the waters. <laughs> I see your hair's darker, too. You colored it. Yeah, I did. Looks good. Thank you. You know, I have a funny story about Wyatt in a kidney stone. Did I ever tell you about when he passed his? No. Okay. Well, he had one, he had a diverticulitis attack. And then mm. recently he had, you know, was getting pains and he, he assumed he had a kid, another kidney stone because it was that pain again. So the next morning I, he, we all, we get up and we're, you know, we go to work and everything, and he, you know, he comes to my night and he said, I said, how's your kidney stone feeling? He goes, oh, I passed it. And I said, <laughs> I said, I said, you did? He goes, yeah. And I go, because the pain went away? How do you know? He goes, I found it. And I go, where did you find it? He goes, it was in the bed. I go. What? <laughs> <laughs> was it a crumb? So I look at him. A pebble from a fish tank. Yeah. (laughs) I can't breathe. Oh my God. Oh, okay. What was it? So I I look at him, I go, what what the fuck do you mean you passed it and you found it in the bed? He goes, well, I found this little stone type thing in the bed and I just assume, I figure I passed it during the night. And I looked at him (laughs) and I go, Wyatt, I go, that's not how it works. It doesn't just fall out of your penis in the middle of the night and land in the bed like the fucking tooth fairy. Yeah, I was going to say like a fucking loose. (laughs) (laughs) So he looks at me all dumbfounded and he goes, what the fuck did I find in the bed? And I go, I don't know. Maybe it was something from the cat, a piece of cat shit or something. <laughs> His story it was was the is it was the kidney stone, and he's sticking to it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, it would <laughs> be like, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're gonna go on the medical miracles website and submit <laughs> your story. Yeah, <laughs> you just fucking fell out of your penis in the middle of the night magic happens yes if it all can be that easy (laughs) yeah right oh my (laughs) god it was rough though i i have never been in that much pain and let me tell you they are very painful i mean oh my god yeah anybody i knew someone i worked with 
in the medical urgent care and mm -hmm. they had a kidney stone and they passed out at their desk and like the Dude, triage threw them, they threw them in a wheelchair and took them back to CD because they were like dying in pain. Oh yeah. Like it's to where like you can barely breathe, you know, like, or you just sit there and you think if I had access to heroin right now, <laughs> I would totally do it because this is the worst pain ever. What's ironic is White has been to the emergency room. You know, he's not, he doesn't like to take pills anyway, but he's been to the emergency room for diverticulitis and everything. Mm. The man broke a broken ankle. You know, he's had some wretched things happen and, you know, they basically said take ibuprofen and he's fine with that. But he went to the hospital with the diverticulitis and then he had a kidney stone on top of that and they gave him like 30 percocets and i was like damn they know you're in pain when they give you percocet because they don't give you anything anymore well my friend she had one not that long ago and she's like well what did you take and i said over the counter she goes how are you alive yeah, right, right. i can't believe you didn't call an ambulance or have someone drive you to the emergency room but like it was it started in the middle of the night and, ugh, it was just rough i know you know i don't like to <laughs> bother anyone. yeah i know i don't either and that's just it's like self-sabotage I mean, if I could have gotten myself downstairs, I would have gotten an Uber, <laughs> but without assistance, there was no way. Oh my gosh. I know. <sighs> I know. Oh, let's go on to something better. This is gross. Okay. So. <laughs> on Red. <laughs> <laughs> Should we tell the audience what we have planned? So. In the past, we've created some episodes where it carries out a little bit of the vape. And when she does that, she tends to rush me along and run me over. So when she told me she took a little bit of the vape, I got a little nervous. So I have a safe word and it's red. Yep. If you hear one of us so, say red, you know what's going on. Yep. That means I'm misbehaving. <laughs> <laughs> and red is identifying it. For the world to hear well we have two subjects that we could talk about one i'm sure we'll talk about in the next podcast but i'm gonna let you choose Ooh. oh by the way i do not know anything about these articles all of my reactions are true and raw that sounded really dumb <laughs> no, it didn't you don't think no i mean true and what would you say? Raw, true and raw. I don't know what word would use that. Are they're genuine? Your reactions are genuine. Okay. Okay. All right. So it's dealer's choice. No, that sounds dumb. It's not because I'm the dealer technically. <laughs> You're sober, so you got no excuse. Yeah, I know. I should have made a cocktail. Um, okay, so the first choice is do we shower too much and how often should we shower? 
or 13 secrets you should keep away from your partner? Um, 13 secrets you should keep away from your partner. I had a feeling you'd go with that one. I know. <laughs> On the flip side of that coin, I also have 19 people share dark secrets they keep away from their partner. So we can, we can actually. Oh, we've got it to the next episode. Yeah, we can compare and contrast. Okay, so first one is, and I think it's a pretty obvious one, your sexual history. What, that you, you shouldn't share? It says, while you may come, and I'll put, I'm going to put the article, the, um, I can't talk today. I will put the link to this article in the show notes so that you can refer to it. It is from bestlifeonline.com. So that way I did not come up with this on my own and I'm not plagiarizing. No. And I actually have not read the article because we wanted my reactions to be genuine. Yes, that's true. While it may come up in conversation, relationship relationship experts say that apart from any medical concerns you may have, like whether you're both up to date on your STD testing, for example, discussing your sexual history with your current SO has pretty much zero benefits. Number of sex partners is one that comes up over and over in couples therapy, says David Ezel, the clinical director of Darien Wellness. Don't ask, don't ask, don't tell on this one. He advises some people love the juvenile, juvenile idea of a virgin bride and groom. Some really want a seasoned partner and most land somewhere in, and mostly in somewhere in between. But more often than not, this topic should stay off limits, even if you think you can predict the results. What do you think about that? I think that's fine. <laughs> Look, you know, everybody at some point has done something they're not super proud of or yeah. whatever, but I don't know. I don't need to know someone's shit. Neither do I. I. You know, I mean, the only thing I need to know is that they're clean, have a job, no criminal history. And a, and a, and a credit score above 780. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> but, like, I just, it doesn't, I don't know. I just don't think it does anyone any good sometimes. And I, I think sometimes it also depends on your age. Yeah, True. Because when you're younger, those are things you kind of talk about. Yeah. I agree. But, I you agree. know, yeah. but as you get older, you don't. You're like, oh, I don't need to know. Um, Ashton and I were watching this sitcom. Actually, it was One Tree Hill. And um, in the show, uh, a co the young couple that was actually married, Haley and Nathan, for all you One Tree mm -hmm. Hillers out there, they were Ooh. fighting over something. And like they were in a, she found out that he had sex with one of their friends brooke davis for your one trailers <laughs> you'll know which episode i'm referring to it's the graduation one and in the, and she was pregnant at the time in, in the episode and in the midst of everything she's fighting with him and she says and i want a list of your sexual partners by the end of the day and <laughs> he went to his dad and he's telling his dad everything and, and you know, he's and she wants a list of everyone i've ever slept with and he went oof right there no 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 no, no. that'll only open, <laughs> that'll only open pandora's box <laughs> yeah that's a hard no yeah and wyatt and i've never talked about our you know sexual history partners 
I mean, unless you like bang the dude's brother or something, you might want to mention it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Like if you didn't know there was some connection, <laughs> I guess I just went dark. No, I but true. There are people that do that, 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 you know, you know, especially like online dating and you show up at family mm -hmm. dinners. I mean, this happens quite a bit, I think more often than not. It probably does though. So, Hey, Hey, especially in families that are close together in age. Yeah. Right. All right. Or if you live in Braden, Tucky. Ugh, the seven degrees of separation in Braden, Tucky. Barf. Okay, so number two is your secret single behavior. <laughs> and the, the article says, look, everyone does strange things when they're alone. It's totally normal. <laughs> I'm so sorry, y'all, but <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> I feel like I have secret single behavior because why it's always working and I spend yeah. a lot of time alone. It says, if you've indulged in some weird behavior while you were alone, such as eating an entire cake while binge watching bad TV in your underwear, keep that to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this information won't be helpful to your partner in any way, <laughs> so they don't need to know about it. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, eventually they can see that, but it would take several <laughs> months to probably have that level of comfort. Yeah. Do you have any secret single behavior that you would not want to share with anybody, a potential spouse, boyfriend, mm. fuck buddy? Um. Well, friend. Does masturbating count? Like, I don't know. That's not like a secret. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't like wear a badge around or something or a yeah. button that says, hey, I masturbated today. No, I, it's not something I do when anybody's home. Well, in my own home. Well, you live alone, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm, I don't know. Probably just like chilling being lazy binge watching something but that's i can't be someone i'm not so i struggle with this a little yeah neither i just yeah I, I can't seem to fake it yeah well i'm plus i've been married for 20 years so i think yeah he's i'm just like i'm who i am yeah like popeye the sailor man. <laughs> uh, i couldn't resist but like I don't know. I don't do anything that's like, if they didn't like it, well, fucking don't come over here. Because <laughs> it's not going to be like I'm being mean to them or something. True. So it's just kind of like, I mean, I know people are weird about shit, but. Hey, yeah. I mean, you know, and I think there are people that do some weird things when they're by themselves. I mean, I talk to myself. No, as long as you don't answer yourself, you're okay. Sometimes I do though. <laughs> Sometimes I'm I'm like totally talking the whole thing out. I've always done that though. Mm -hmm. So I I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. I don't know what it means, but I don't know. We have no answers. We have no answers. Moving on. If you have any answers, yeah. feel free to drop us a line. Yeah. Slide into the DMs. Send us an email. 
Our phone number is on there. You can text us too. Leave a voicemail. Big pig. <laughs> that would be a, a dress to carry, not Jenny. <laughs> oh God, whatever, Wyatt Barf. All right, number three is your minor relationship doubts. There are times in both new and long-standing relationships when you might find yourself questioning whether you want to continue with the relationship or not. If it's the first time you're having these feelings, don't feel like you have to share them with your partner. These initial thoughts are not helpful to share because they will create insecurity and hurt feelings, she explains. And very often they'll resolve on their own sit with your feelings and process them on your own only if feelings persist and become stronger over time should you share them with your partner agreed yeah totally agree because sometimes you could just be kind of like be having an off day and there's nothing really wrong but then you've just decided some weird narrative in your head or something for like a millisecond yeah i agree yeah, so no. And then you've opened Pandora's box and it's just bad. Well, and then you just look insecure and creepy. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. And then they're it's always worried. Just, then the guy would be like, what the fuck? We got a stage five clinger. <laughs> you know, seriously. Huh. Because it, it, that's just, it just, ugh. Yeah, totally. I agree. Yeah. All right. Number four is that you wish you were more successful says let's say your partner has a job that they're passionate about but it doesn't necessarily leave them rolling in the dough or maybe you can't figure out why they don't don't just jig or, jiggle the jangle or maybe you can't figure out why they don't just try a little harder to move up in the ranks if you share your frustration your comments will be experienced if you i can't read if you share your share this frustration, your comments will be experienced as unsupportive and hurtful to your partner. In the end, it's probably better to keep these thoughts to yourself. This is, is especially true if your significant other has ever struggled with self-confidence issues in the past. But if you're the one struggling to move up the corporate ladder, here's the tried and true ways that smart, well, that doesn't apply because we're not going to that article, but I guess we, you're supposed to keep it to yourself if you're not satisfied with their job. I think it's that if they're, you're not satisfied with the financial piece, but if they're getting fulfilled from the job. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta suck it up. You just, I just feel, if it is something that's like really bringing them joy, like they just, <clears throat> you know, cause it could be a million different things. But God, how do you take that from somebody? Well, speaking of uh, that, Corella DeVille, when she mm -hmm. met her husband, mm -hmm. he worked for Florida Wildlife in mm -hmm. like the Sea Lab. He had this. That sounds like a cool job. And I don't even know what it is yet. Yeah, he worked with, he's, you know, a fisherman and loves the water and. Mm -hmm all that stuff. And he worked for that division and he made like crap for money. And mm -hmm. when they moved in together and were about to get married, she made him quit that job, quit that job and um, go work for the county so that he would have benefits and make a decent amount of money. 
That's very sad. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it's, I guess the only thing that would be a little different would be if you don't have enough money to pay your bills and live. She makes three figures. No, but what yeah. I'm saying yeah. is, you know what I'm saying? Right. So like, you mean six figures? Yeah, that, that too. Okay. <laughs> that too. <I> know. <laughs> but like, if, if finance, if there's not a financial component to it, then no, like you're a team. Mm -hmm. So if it's bringing them, well, here's the other thing though. If it's bringing him that much joy, it should bring you some joy too. Cause like, he's going to be fucking awesome to hang out with. He's going to be in a good mood, right? you know? He's getting his tank full or whatever the hell that saying is. <laughs> his love tank filled or whatever. <laughs> but I mean, you know, unless it's like a financial necessity, uh, I think everyone should do that if they can. I agree. I wouldn't want someone to tell me, you know, to yeah. quit my job because it's not, if I was truly happy in it. Yeah, like, and you were really feeling fulfilled. You didn't wake up and go, ugh. Yeah. Another day, another dollar. Yeah, I agree. Totally. Those are just very mean people. Totally, for sure. Sorry. That's right. Code red. <laughs> no, it's not a code red situation. Relax. Relax over there in your dark room. I know. I could turn a light on, but It's why? okay. It's all right. Okay, so number five is you dislike one of their family members. Dun, dun, dun. This is one of the hardest secrets to keep, but one of the most important. A clinical psychologist said, you certainly don't have to say you love them, but spewing any hate will only backfire. And if it's their mother, sister, brother, uncle, whoever <laughs> it is truly terrible, eventually this issue will come to light and you must play a supportive role. Yeah. What do you think? It really, honestly, it depends if it's somebody you see every once in a while and they're just a dick or if it's somebody like really being a malicious asshole. Yeah. I was never very good at keeping my mouth shut about that stuff. Neither am I. I never really was. I mean... It just, ah, but I mean, I guess it would depend, like, how often do you see these friends or family? You know, do they live in the same town? I think I'm reading a little too much into this. Yeah, no, I'm not good at not saying anything. Well, you know, I had a situation where um, Wyatt's brother was married to someone and they're divorced now because mm. because she's a bitch and she was a very type a personality and she always wanted to run the show run every yeah. holiday run every you know presence the the order and mm -hmm. for years like she would always make these decisions and with his sister and with his mother and then they would just like relay the information to me and I'd always get like the leftovers of whatever. And I would be 
irritated. You're really, really irritated about it. And um, Wyatt would always tell me, oh, it's not a big deal. You're making a big deal out of it. And it was just that she was just such a tyrant that, yeah. you know, it really, really, really got to me. And we never did come to blows over it. Um, you know, I did keep my mouth shut. She knew that Ugh. there were a couple You're times. You're a better person than I Well, am. there were a couple times that I, you know, fought back and was like, no, this is what we're doing and you can do that. And then, you know, that, of course, caused a rift for years because I stood up to her. But yeah. um, now she's not in the picture, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was really not a nice yeah, person. Yeah, I mean things can get sticky. I mean, it's all situational. Yeah, I agree. Because sometimes you really got to think you're playing the long game. You do. I mean, especially if you're married. Yeah. Well, and because the thing is, too, is, yeah, there's times I didn't keep my mouth shut, but I was right on those times. But I mean, if it's like, if you play the long game, the person that we know is the asshole is going to show themselves. Right. They're going to reveal who they are and you're not going to have to say a word. Yeah, totally. Totally, for sure. Sorry. Yeah. Or, of course, there's, like, Wyatt's family who no, no one – they're all so passive, not even passive-aggressive. They're all docile, like, like him. They, like they were born with like a, just a drug drip. I know, right? Like they're being microdosed. I'm serious. <laughs> nothing riles them. Like nothing no. riles them. And they just let it all flow off of them and just overlook it. Like, it, you know, and I admire that. That they, they're like, eh, whatever, that's the way she is. You know, it doesn't it's not going to affect me. and not going to sleep late. You know, or whatever Bitch, it, it affects was. me. You know, like, I'm like, it's principal, damn it. She's being a bully ass bitch. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not going to take it. I'm taking a stand. Yeah. We're not going to take, take it. it. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Number six, that you don't like something they can't change. Another time you don't have to be brutally honest when your partner can't do anything about your complaint. It's so much harder. Well, it's much kinder to harbor little white lies having to do with your partner's haircut, color, meatloaf recipe, and dance moves in a relationship and etiquette. I'm sorry, in a relationship. If you love someone, sacrifice the truth in these situations. Tell them to tell them you want seconds on the meatloaf and ask them to dance and compliment their hair. Their smile in return will let you know you did the right thing. Agreed. Because you gotta think, whatever fucking thing is irritating you, it's not some deal breaker, right? Mm-hmm. So I think like those examples are just saying, hey, maybe there's something trivial. And yes, when this person does XYZ, sometimes you want to put them in a chokehold, but go with it and it'll be okay. I try to be a little more tactful like if Wyatt was to get a bad haircut first of all it's going to grow out in two weeks because his hair is so short but you know if he changes barbers I may say I prefer the way the other one does it better but it doesn't look bad type thing 
the passive aggressive compliment. Well, you got to remember, I am Diane's daughter, and when, You're, you don't have to be Diane. And no, well, that and how many times in my life did she say to me, "Do I look fat? Do I look this? Do I do look that?" But if you said yes, you mm-hmm. you felt the wrath of Diane, so you had to lie. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I guess I look at it as a different kind of lie. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to specifically like for why well, his no. shirt's ugly, you know? Well, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I might secretly get rid of them all, but like I did his Hawaiian shirts. Well, I mean, yeah. You got to do whatever works for you. Yeah. But I think it's a good point that sometimes, you know... If it's something small, who cares? I agree. There's too much in a relationship that is major that you you know you're gonna nitpick someone. Yeah, I think if you're that's... nitpicking, you're not happy. No, if you're nitpicking like that, you're just looking to self sabotage, or you're just really not into them. I agree totally. All right, we're getting juicier. Here's number seven. You think one of their friends is hot? Okay. If you're attracted to one of their close friends, <laughs> it's okay to keep that secret, says Gordon. Of course, this is only true if you never plan to act on the attraction. If you do, that's a totally different situation and a conversation that should be had about it. But if it's simply that you're a little bit attracted to one of his friends, it's no big deal. Plus, you'd make everything immediately awkward if you told your partner that you think his best friend's hot, she adds. So you're not supposed to say anything? Yes. What do you think? I guess it depends how it's approached. I mean, chances are if somebody's got some hottie best friend, everybody's talking about how good looking that motherfucker is anyway. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, it just say, la, la, no shirt on, whatever. I don't know why I just came up with that blurb. <laughs> Yuck. But you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. It'd be, I mean, I wouldn't say it to somebody in a way where I ever thought it would like hurt their feelings or that I was like being a dick. Mm-mm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't tell him I wanted to you know bang, no. bang his best friend on the dining room table at thanksgiving <laughs> with everybody watching spe- listen that's very specific especially when i just asked you in that other episode what your favorite holiday was giving <laughs> the truth comes out about the turkey in her house hey wyatt doesn't even have a friend or a best friend so <laughs> that's a bummer well yeah yeah <laughs> you're his best friend i am okay <laughs> number eight he's like i'm moving on <laughs> number eight what you spend your personal money on you've probably heard this advice before that even if you have your finances joint as a couple each of you should have your own personal bank account i completely agree with that there are several several reasons for this, but one of them is it's really okay to spend money on little things that your partner doesn't know about. There are times when you spend money just for you. Obsessed with a pair of sneakers that you 
that you know your significant other wouldn't approve of spending $300 on. Yeah, I've been there. No big deal. But Ward cautions, cautions if, if those expenses start to impact your joint finances, you will have to talk yeah. about it. So what do you think? I, no, I agree. I yeah. think that um, if you have a joint, you should still have your separate because God, like everybody needs to feel a little independent, I you know, yeah. like, I mean, and to me, it is none of your fucking business unless it's like, it, like it said, like impacting your, your ability to, you know, pay your portion of the bills or, you know, something extreme. Yeah, I agree. We have um, a joint and separates. So we yeah. mean that we put money into the joint for bills. So yeah or that's how it's supposed to be but yeah that's i mean that's my advice because you just you never know it's always a good option you know what's funny is that in the i feel like in the first 10 years of our marriage Mm -hmm. why it was obviously i spend i spend a lot of money more money i spend a lot of money you know i spend i spend more money on myself than he does and mm. whenever he wants to spend something, buy something, even if it's shoes for work, he's like, do you mind if on next payday I buy myself a new pair of work boots? And I'm like, of course not. <laughs> we'll go to, we'll go to. Are you beating him no. and locking him in a fucking cabinet? No. Bedroom where there's just baby little air holes. And all you see is Wyatt's little baby fingers coming out of the holes, seeking help from people in the outside world. No, I never deny that poor man anything. He works so hard for his family. <laughs> like I seriously, like it's like he is a very hard worker. Yeah, it's like please tell me what you want so I know what to get you at Christmas and your birthday. You know, please share these things with me. Yeah, but he's probably like, I'm good. We went to, um, recently, we went to Red Wing for him to get a new pair of work boots. And he usually gets Doc Martens, but a friend of mine's um, boyfriend said, you know, you should get these boots because, you know, they're really comfortable, this, this, and that. Mm -hmm. And they were like $280. And he was like, are you sure we should buy these? I'm like, listen, you wear them every day for, you know, the last pair lasted you four years yes that's what you know you have to have comfortable shoes for work thank you you cannot put a price on feet no and he you know yeah be electrical and all that he's Mm -hmm. in the machines you know yeah no agreed yeah so because you don't want to sit and like you don't want to wreck parts of your body and your back or your knees because you have like shit boots on yeah, no. Or I mean, that's just nuts. Yeah, I agree. But no, it seemed like after 10 years of marriage, like he stopped caring. You know, I can come in, you know, he saw my Gucci sandals the other day and he's like, I put them on. He's like, Gucci sandals, huh? I'm like, yeah. And uh, I joked around like they're knockoffs. He's like, great, gent. You're going to get rolled for knockoff dude and just so everyone knows they look so legit like i'm gonna order some (laughs) you know me but they're they're nice they are i mean i'd like to have a real i mean i would love to go to the gucci store and buy it i just can't see spending five hundred dollars 
at some point I would like you to know, have the funds to do that. And I would me too. happily go. I would, if I had the disposable money, I would totally, but yeah. But on my know. current budget, you yeah, know, no. even if I budgeted it out, I'd still feel too guilty. Yeah. Look how long it took me to order Tory. Yeah, I know. I told him that too. I'm like, well, I could order Tories. They're 300. He's like, oh. They were 200. <laughs> 200. I, I said three to him and he goes, well, can you order knockoff Tories? <laughs> <laughs> I am going to order a pair of knockoffs and compare them to mine. Yeah, you should. Or I yeah, should I order them it. and com we'll compare them. Yeah. So, anywho. All right. Um, number nine. Anything negative your friends and family say about them? You do not fucking tell them unless you think the same goddamn thing. I agree. And I'm not even going to read your synopsis. fucking mouth shut. I agree totally on that one. No, never. It uh -uh. causes too many problems. Nope. Yeah, no. Nope. I. That's just a big fat no. Yeah, hell no. Number 10, that you've had better sex. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> I'm not trying to crush a bitch's soul because that would be, that would crush, that would crush my soul if someone said that to me. I'd be like, then you need to get the fuck on out of here. Right. Not if you ever want their penis to work again. No, God. God, oh. no. Anybody that's ever done that, it, that's not right. No, it's not. That's like a total... That's like, that's some diabolical fucking shit. I agree. It's like just specifically trying to hurt someone. That's just evil. Yeah, totally. Man. Okay. Mm. Oh, it gets better with number 11. Oh, that, you, that you weren't initially attracted to them. Attraction often grows after getting to know someone. Offhandedly mentioning it took some time for you to become attracted to your current partner is not amusing or helpful to them. This information is hurtful and irrelevant. You're with them now for a reason. So do not, you do not need, need to share that attraction rose. What do you think? Agreed. I agree too. I mean, because it can go both ways, you know, I mean, attraction like can change over time one way or the other, you know, just ebbs and flows. But I just, I don't know. What would be the point in saying that to anyone? Hey man, you took a while to grow on me, but now I'm totally into you. What? Fuck off. Now I'm like, totally into you because I couldn't do any better. Yeah. Yeah. Your second right? choice, right? Like, just keep it to your fucking self because guess what? Chicks think the same shit sometimes. <laughs> You're like, I don't even know if I'm willing to go down on this dude. I don't know. I like him, but then I look at him and I think, why? You know, hey, it happens. I, so it's better just to not say anything. I agree. And I personally, like my rule, like my whole thing when I was dating, like if I went out on a first date with somebody and I looked at them and was like, I, I, I did the, could I blow this guy? And if the answer was no, because I thought it was disgusting, <laughs> then I was out. Like, there's no need to continue uh, on a second date. Because at some point, even if you fuck them, they're going to want the blowing. 
Yeah, that's true. And that's you, very true. Especially if you want it reciprocated. And well, and there was this one douchebag I went out with. Um that he was so rude to the waiter. Like we went oh, to Primo's or some shit like that. He was trying to, you know, impress me. He did not. Primo's oh, did and not. no, it wait. Let me roll that back up for a second. Y'all. I was already annoyed by the time we got to the restaurant because he wouldn't wear his seatbelt. <laughs> And I'm like, why won't you wear your seatbelt? And he's like, well, and I mean, he was a well put together guy, but he was like, I don't like somebody telling me what to do. And I'm like, you mean keep yourself fucking safe if you're in an accident? I'm like, it's a seatbelt and you get a ticket and you get in trouble. I know, guys, I've been the rules on so many things, but God damn it, wear your seatbelt. Click well, it or ticket. It, it does save a life. And not only that, it, if you don't, you get that annoying beeping. Yeah, I, it, it was fucking weird. So, um, I'm surprised anyways, you made it to Primo's. Oh my God. And then when he was just rude as shit to the waiter, I'm like, oh my God. Oh, and then um, the waiter asked for his ID for his credit card or whatever. And he was like giving him shit about it. It was he it was who he says he was. I'm like, what's the big deal? I said, Oh, I'm sorry. They're they're stopping from fraud occurring. Those <laughs> assholes. Because I'm just like, this dude's doing his job. He doesn't wow. get paid enough to deal with you being a dick. Ugh, I didn't go out with him again. I was gonna but, say. But you know that bitch Brittany? Yeah. She did. She lived with him for a little while. Wow. Mm. She'll take it. Well, she's rude. She, Brittany is rude. And I can picture her being rude to wait staff. That's like a big pet peeve of mine. Oh, yeah. She can be. It's disgusting. Like, I just look. <laughs> I know it's hard sometimes because crazy shit can happen. But my God, don't like. Don't give your waitress shit about your food. Guess what? Your waitress didn't fucking cook your food. Right. And, I mean, just God, for the love of God. And well, if you're that damn picky about shit, stay your ass at home. Here's the thing. If it's something you're not sure of, don't order it. If I don't care for something that comes that I order, Agreed. it's my fault because I ordered it. Unless there's hair coming out of it or you know, particles or something, or it's or raw it's like super or, burnt or, something. or raw, you know, the, yeah. that's the only time I'd ever say anything. Me, Yeah. Otherwise I just don't. Me I either. mean, I know some people will take a bite and go, that's so disgusting. I want something else. And then they have to do it. And it's I just horrible. like, ugh, Prudence yeah. has done that shit before. Oh, and I just am. looked at her, I'm like, they're spitting and rubbing their pubes all in your fucking food right now. Diane Guaranteed. is notorious for it because she wants to get a free meal. So she'll complain and make a big deal trying to get a free meal because she's that type of person. 
oh, and I hate no. it. It's I would like, just no. I cannot eat with people like that. No, it's it's I it, for me it's because of her. But no, I. If anything, I am, oh, even if I'm having the crappiest day, I still smile to the wait staff because they're not making shit to begin with. No, and it's, God, like, you know, they're getting jacked around by people. People are complaining about shit that is just really nothing to complain about. Now, I will say, last weekend during our girls' trip, we stopped for breakfast on the way home and mm -hmm. we stopped at the golf drive cafe mm -hmm. which i really didn't want to go to and i i said it because their service has gone downhill since i worked there in high school and just over the yeah. years i think they're a little too big mm -hmm. for their britches personally mm -hmm. but we literally got there at like quarter to 10 and mm -hmm. we didn't leave till almost one o'clock oh my god and we were hungry like we were starving and we were sitting there and we didn't order i would have went across the street to that damn donut place before that food got right well we were about to leave but we figured mm -hmm. we'd have to go sit and wait somewhere else and we didn't think it would be that long it was yeah. the point where um Quinn was like, those people came way after us and they're getting their food. And then we couldn't find our waiter. And then finally we like flagged them down and we didn't, and here's the thing, we didn't order anything complex. I got a bagel with cream cheese mm -hmm. and a fruit plate. Quinn got a fruit plate. Sylvia ordered an omelet. It wasn't anything extravagant. Mm -hmm. It was three simple things. We had the same thing happen to us a couple of weeks ago. Like. If we were there for hours, hours. Yeah. And so the waiter comes around after like an hour because he didn't check on us, didn't ask if we wanted water, nothing. And um, he comes back around and he, uh, you know, he's like, your food will be right out. They're working on it. And tried to skirt away. And I looked at him nicely and I said, did they lose our order? And he goes, well, yeah, they cleared it off the screen by accident. Well, then just say that. Just be honest. Well, here's shit the, happens. Yeah. But you know he's full of shit, I think. He was because I've worked in the restaurant industry. It doesn't get cleared off the screen. You know, he forgot to put the order in. That's what happened. Yeah. And yeah. so he was like, because he was like, okay, he's like, you got this, this, and, and, and we were like, yeah. So 15 minutes comes around. He brings the wrong food. He brings me an English muffin. He brings Queen an English muffin and both fruits. We only ordered, I only ordered a bagel and then he brings the omelet, right? And mm. I said, he set it down. He goes, you ordered a bagel, not an English muffin. And I said, correct. So he's like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. So he brings, then he brings two bagels mm. and, when the only one was ordered. And then he forgets the cream cheese. He finally brings the cream cheese. The bagel's cold by this point. And I'm like, can I get some butter too? Cause I, I like butter on it too. And yeah. he's like, yeah, he never did return with the butter. Oh and my then, God. And then I had to like flag somebody down for the check. So by this point I'm fit to be tied. And I didn't it's still, I didn't take my anger out. I see him over there. Then we're trying to check out 
we're, you know, I, I wave him, you know, we're, we're all standing like by the bar waiting for our check. And I see him like entering things in the computer because that bitch met or not been charging you for shit. He brought oh. out. Oh, he he charged us for two bagels to this. What? And, I, and I look at the bill and I go, I go, I go, there's I go, this is wrong. I go, we only ordered one bagel. He goes, no, you ordered two. You both ordered two. And I go, no, I'm the only one who did. He goes, no, he was arguing. He goes, no, you didn't. He goes, you both did. And I go, she can't eat gluten. She wouldn't have ordered a bagel. And he's like, oh, well, I'll take one of them off. And then he stomps away. And I'm like, so I went and saw a guy. Like, Where's the tables. fucking manager? I, I went up to him and I said, are you a manager? And he said, yes. And I, so I told, tell him everything. And he, he's like, I'll be right back. And he goes, and I see him do something. And, um, he comes over and he hands us the bill with the manager standing there. And I looked at him, I go, this still isn't right. And I was like, we didn't, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know, I said, I understand you forgot to put the order in, but don't try to blame it on the kitchen. I said, when it's your fault. Mm -hmm. And so then he comes back and the manager comes back and he goes, he hands us the bill and he goes, I took 30% off. And I go, really? 30%? We've been here for three hours and he can't even get the order right. And we didn't even get the right food. That's all, you know, that's all you get. I said, I'm not asking for a free meal, but geez, you could have been a little more generous. And oh he's God. like, and he, so we were like, what did we say? And I was just, I was just, fit to be tied and stomped away and i sylvia picked up the check because they're the, they wouldn't split the check they don't they won't let you split checks there okay yeah so she was like i i got it and i looked at her i'm like don't you dare tip him you stiff him and i never stiff anybody and no. she's like and she's like i feel bad stiffing him i'm like you stiff him so here's the thing she gets all the way home and realizes she left her debit card there oh my god shut up after she stiffed him after she stiffed him she just oh, she's like fuck i was like did she, she's like it's so she's like it's karma for not stiff for stiffing him and i'm like <laughs> she's like i'm not even calling there i'm just canceled it <laughs> oh my god yeah oh god holy <laughs> shit oh all right. So now that we've digressed, number 12, only two more to go. You like your ex better. You like ex better about your ex. Okay. Hmm? This, it says, okay, you like something about your ex better than some, it says you like ex, quote unquote, better hmm. about your ex. So there's something about your ex that you like better than your current husband, spouse, whatever. Mm -hmm. Says there's no point reminiscing with your partner about what you miss from your ex or what was better in that relationship. After all, what will be accomplished? Maybe your ex was a better cook, planned better dates, or shared in a certain hobby, but it's your past relationship and that ended for a reason, so let it go. Dude, agreed. <laughs> like, that's just crazy somebody's telling me that shit i'd be like you need to go fuck right off you're not over that shit let me know in your arm dude i'm out, I'm out. you tell that shit to your friends when your other person isn't around i agree you're i like, totally oh, I'm, agree 
I mean, it's fine to feel that way. I think it's normal, mm-hmm. but you definitely never want the person that's important to you finding that out. No. You tell your friends that'll keep their damn mouth shut about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really? Yeah, totally. And the last one is the ultimate cardinal rule that you think they should lose weight. Well, that's kind of hard because like, if like, if they're, yeah, like if they're like my 600 pound life, or I feel like they're going to have a heart attack. Well, you know, it's, I would try to be encouraging, like, let's do this lifestyle thing or whatever. Might get pissed, punch them in the face, say, you're going to die, you fat fuck, get it together. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, like, just a few pounds, eh, who cares? Yeah. I, I can tell you with Wyatt, I harp on him because... I see it in his cholesterol and his triglycerides and his blood pressure. Yeah. And, you know, he, you know, he has a belly. He's not at all an obese man to look at him. And that's scary though. Like but yeah. your cholesterol and all that, you know, yeah, but he won't, he will not eat healthier. I've tried it. Like I eat differently than him. You know, I've obviously lost 50 pounds over the last year. Plus uh, his dick would get bigger. Let's not even go there about that so just saying well and and that ties into it because of the blood pressure and the blood pressure medicine oh you know also so it does come hand in hand yeah um but he doesn't he wants to eat what he wants to eat he doesn't want to eat healthy and he doesn't eat anything that that is that bad but like for instance last friday i was coming Mm. home early and i said hey did you eat lunch yet yeah i just went through mcdonald's i have an extra double cheeseburger if you want it no, you don't have an extra double cheeseburger, Wyatt. You bought yourself two, and you were going to eat them, but you offered it to me, which I think is very nice. But my response was, no, thank you. I'm not eating that crap because yeah. I'm trying to watch what I eat. And I came home, and he's devouring his McDonald's, and all I'm thinking about is his cholesterol climbing through the roof and if I'm going to find him dead on the bathroom floor of a stroke in 20 minutes because yeah, he's eaten half the salt and perish. Right. In those fries. I mean, I could see why you would say something in those instances. I would. I didn't, but I, you know. Oh, I've... God, I would have. <laughs> like, look, dude, we need to up your life insurance because <laughs> the way you're fucking living, you're going to be dead in six months. Mama needs a Range Rover. I've said things like that. Like, I don't want to, <laughs> or, you know, like, I don't want to raise my son i'm like don't you want to be there when ashton gets married or when he graduates high school or you yeah. want to all of that i don't want to be a widow through it but i don't i don't know what to say anymore to get him to listen so well because like he has to want to too you're right and it goes back to our conversation where giving in or giving up and all that stuff yeah hmm. so there you have it those are the 13 things that you should never share with your spouse or partner i can't believe people would actually share those things i can't either but But i know but then again hey man different times different people yeah i agree i guess some people are just more outspoken than others but i think a lot of them are just a disaster for a relationship waiting to happen yeah 
All right. So that's what we have for this week. Carrie, do you have anything to add? Um, no, but please people follow these rules. It's for your own survival. And if you have anything to add that we didn't cover, please feel free to drop us a line. Slide into the DM. We didn't have to use the code word. <laughs> oh my God, we didn't. Yay. <laughs> Next time. That's all I got. All right. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Have a good week. Bye.